0: to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 89. So when last we left our Caleb, you had gone exploring again? Yes. You had rescued a group of refugees slash thieves from PyTax?
1: Yes. Very satisfying it was too. Uh,
0: people were delighted. People particularly like Svetlana, who, um, for having saved the refugees, you gain a relationship with them. Yay! And save them from the predations of the swamp and Castrocius huh? huh?
1: Okay, that's kind of hilarious. What's that? Um, this will bring me to twenty-four relationship points with Spitlana. Also, Tristram, Bryn, and Michaela.
0: Convenient. <laughs> you are now thusly entitled to a Spitlana scene whenever you desire
1: one. Okay, for for getting my first relationship point with her.
0: Uh, because we said you'd get her 20 point ability the first time you picked up a relationship point oh. with her.
1: Ooh, oh as yes, As
0: opposed to, um, yes, as, of as course. opposed to automatically because she appears and joins the party.
1: Yes, I totally forgot about that. How exciting. Okay, yep. Yeah. So, um, we are of course back at the, um, presumably back at, um, Elf's Yep. Having, um, retrieved the people and dealt with her a Betty. Yep.
0: Okay, so would you like to do that now or would yes, you like
1: to do sounds internal, whatever, first? no sounds great I would be happy to do that now
0: okay so Svetlana will come to see you quietly and privately after you are done with um after you are done sorting out this mess with Eraviti um he has departed it has been a couple of hours um Kaelin's gone out to ensure that all the stuff is gone the refugees are all um for and that sort of thing um, with a carefully applied budget that's less than what they it's enough, it's enough to get them started in a job but it's less than what they stole
1: because that's a moral lesson um, a, a very small Nat like moral lesson but a moral lesson nonetheless <laughs> right.
0: and Svetlana comes to see you um, as you have done in the past um, she will come to see you and she'll say Kaelin Uh, perhaps you would care for a walk around the garden again
1: sounds great
0: and she takes you out the sunlight and her sort of white bleach bleach white hair and that sort of thing um, sort of walks you around a little and she says to you I was very happy with how you handled Rat and the others from Pytax it would have been the proper and legal thing to do to turn them back over again but not the right thing I know it will probably not end to our advantage in the end. It is another thorn we have stuck in Ereveti's
1: side. I couldn't... um, I don't think I can really make him happy and still be... be me. I'm not handing over my sword, go first, and really definitely not Brennan any time soon, and he hadn't stopped asking, and I don't get the sense he's the sort who can really compromise. I'm just grateful he's um, refraining from invading us till we've dealt with Dreylev, but...
0: The Clockwork King understands the greatest efficiencies. Honestly, I am not a soldier. If he thinks a war with us is inevitable, I do not know why he has not yet struck. Well, we are weakened would be the ideal time.
1: He doesn't want to fight us. If he wanted to fight us, he'd have fought us. He he's not uh, the whole time we've been neighbours with him he hasn't started a war with anyone it, it, it'll take I think it's coming we can both see that but it'll take more than me telling him no over something he really wants or even four things in a row that he really wants
0: you know, he is a, a man if he is a man at all who thinks of the greatest efficiency in things you are I think a man who thinks of the greatest good and not only what is served in the long run, but what is served in the short run. I, it was not my decision to uh, be in charge of what happened to Rat and his people, but I appreciate the choice that you made. It was the choice I would have made.
1: That's good to know. I um, feel pretty good about it on the whole. I hope it doesn't um, send a message that you're welcome to neck off with other kingdoms' property and come here. That, not certain that's necessarily the one I want to be sending, but... I couldn't square it with, with myself to hand them back over. It is
0: a possibility, but
1: we must deal with what is right in the here and now,
0: rather than what may be right in you know, a hypothetical in the future. We cannot turn people back over to Iravetti, turn away from our know, moral obligations just because we may be better served by by them in the future.
1: Nay, I just, I just couldn't do it. There, um. All pretty nice people, even right, even if he is a bit of a scoundrel. And um, I can't. There's not a lot I can do about what's happening in Pytax. So I'm not, and I'm not certain um, invading would do them any favors. It, invading just to try and sort things out because I don't like the way he's running things would do them any favors. But it's a different thing when you've got people right in front of you who are in trouble.
0: It is the first time I have seen Castorosio Gravetti since my experience with Goody Niska. there are whispers around him that are not words they are the clanking of metal the turning of cogs they are troubling nonetheless to hear
1: he's not a good man then
0: there is a great metallic darkness within him I suppose that doesn't surprise me over much if he is beyond morality well, many people have claimed such. And uh, They're us- not
1: usually the ones you want to get to know. I. No.
0: So yes, he is evil, according to her detective evil. Yeah. And making no effort to hide it whatsoever. Yeah. He doesn't care.
2: Yeah.
0: I have been thinking about what happened when we went out uh, adventuring, <laughs> into, in out in the tent. It was uh, a fascinating experience, like nothing I've ever done before. To be out in the wild with no cities nothing around for endless miles to have everything you needed to live being carried on your horse and on your back to have tents and the fresh grass and the adrenaline of facing three giants at once <laughs> and then the trekking through the swamp with the muck and the ooze and
1: the bugs <laughs> you manage very well Lass. I know it's a bit different from anything you've done before it is Yet another one of the many
0: experiences that uh, I would have never had if you had not chosen to come south to the trading post. I am very grateful for whatever decisions were being made in Brevoy that day that passed the charter to Hastorn.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'd best, it's probably best, I don't know what father, what, what horse dealing father was doing behind the scenes about that.
0: <laughs> Quite. I'm Sure that Elders would uh, have a, Lord elders would have a great many uh, interesting stories about it. I'm not so sure we would want to hear them.
1: <laughs> I myself find I mean, I'm not I'm not happy about what's happening in Bravoy, but I find the um, peace and quiet of being so far away from that snake pit very soothing. That um, it's not. I know we've got our own politics, but at least it's at least a bit smaller and more under control.
0: There is something I wished to speak to you about something that I wished to try Uh, you uh, are you are not a I know you are not a scholar no student of magic Uh, nor for that matter am I Tristan has has done his best to explain it to me and it is still not something that I have his breadth of knowledge on it's just something that I, I know that I feel inside me now I have spent a lot of my life trying to hide from the power in my blood. Now, I have found myself wondering where it comes from, whether there were dragons, demons, angels, or whatever in my past. My parents could answer, I'm sure, if I had any idea who either of them were. But the magic is in me, for better or for worse. But since I can control it now, and use it for the good of Stagthorn and others, then it is for the better. As I say, there is something I would like to try. There are, you must understand at least, there are distinctions between various powers of magic. It it does not conform to known laws. I can uh, blast a room with great gouts of fire, yet it does not catch the fire. burns hot and then goes out almost instantly. It does not behave like normal fire, you understand. I think so. And there are things that I can do, changing my own magical aura, my nature, that I cannot do for others. There is a an ability I possess to give myself more strength, more ability to absorb blows, uh, a false second life. But it is something I have tried and have not been able to do for others. I have been speaking to to Tristan about this, and he has said that it is about the depth of connection, that is about the control one has over oneself, the intermingling of blood, the auras. I believe that I may be able to use some of these spells upon you. You are closer to me than anyone else. Even Van. We uh, you and I have a son together. I sort in our bloodlines are not bonded, but through Tobias we have a bond that is perhaps even stronger than that. Aye. I... It is something I would very much like to try. If you are willing, it is possible it will hurt you, but you are a remarkably tough man.
1: <laughs> I can't say I'm terribly worried, Lass. The, um, I trust you. And um, I've um, brought enough back I don't think I'll. Um, I don't think I'll run into grief too badly. Then, if you are willing to try,
0: step close and take my hands like this, and brings both hands up and interlinks her fingers with yours, and sort of stands a half a breath away from you, and sort of breathes very deeply. She says, "I want you to close my eye. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think back to that day you first came into the trading post. You sat down." Ordered a mug of ale and asked to know where everyone was and what trouble was happening when I came in with your ale. Think of me that day your first impression and I will think of my first impression of you. And you cast your mind back to that fateful day. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, she's hot.
1: Yep. <laughs> Damn, that woman's gorgeous. <laughs>
0: um... And so you can see, sort of, in your own mind, you are sitting with Tristan at Oleg's trading post. You're a little confused, having walked in and found the place kind of more barricaded up than you were expecting. Oleg looks worried, but greets you in. And then this beautiful blonde woman comes out from the kitchen, um, you know, in a a very slightly low-cut peasant's top, um, bringing bringing just what you want to see, two mugs of frosty ale (laughs) over to you and Tristan. Um, And she bends down and smiles at you, and as she does so, you are watching this same scene, but from another angle. You are in the kitchen, you are worried about who the new guests are, whether they're bandits or traders. Will they be staying? Will they be passing through? And regardless, you have your duty that you need to get on with, and you put the mug of ale on the tray, and you take it out, and there is a half-orc sitting at the table... The first one that you've ever actually seen, in, in any sort of closeness, he's not, it must be said, stunningly handsome, brutish in a way, but strong, as he bends up towards you and flexes, his his flexes a very strong bicep, and then he looks up at you and smiles and says, thank you, lass. And you realise that... Uh, Half walk or no, if those are just stories. This in front of you is a man, and what a man! <laughs> <laughs> and oh my, all right. <laughs> I, I see. Think of the day you bought. Think of the day you bought me the Moonrider, shes. And you do so again and I can go through several of these if you desire or we can just leave it
1: at that um, one I think um, that one was pretty cool yep. I don't necessarily remember what I was thinking when I brought out the moon radishes yep.
0: and so then then she takes you through think of what happened think, think of when I came to the woods that night after you had left a letter for me you thought I would bring Niska but I came alone in full trust of you think what happened we went out together stood together against those giants back to back defending our community and again you get these doubling experiences it's your perception and then it melts into her perception of it and once it melts back out you can definitely separate the memories and indeed her ones once you stop thinking of this become kind of hazy and indistinct you're aware of what was there but they don't feel like your memories they feel like an old movie that you'd watched kind of thing um and what you feel coming off her is a lot of gratitude a lot of support things that she has expressed to you on several occasions, but feeling them from her point of view is very different Um, and she says, yes you'll see it and I see it I did not see it before I knew how much you had done for me, how much you had changed my life but I, I did not realize that you felt that I had changed yours that I had done things for you as well I see it now. Everything you have done for me. Everything I have done for you. Blood of my blood. Father of my son. Friend. King. Caleb. And there is a <laughs> noise and she steps back from you and when you look and she says oh my, uh, open your eyes. And when you do so, there is this shimmering wreath of fire all around you, burning and crackling hot, and yet it causes you no pain, no grief at all. It is facing outwards, towards her, towards the world, this shield of flame around you. Oh my. It worked. It worked. We are close enough. Magic I can use upon me is magic I can use upon you. Should this is sort of raises her arms to hug you then ah, right, concentrates the shield of fire, winks out and then she reaches in and hugs you thank you for everything you have done for
1: me thank you for everything you've done for me Les
0: alright, and you get the little ding unlocked ability, do it for me that is called everything you have done for me uh, this is not one that you'll need to activate so much as a um, mm-hmm. GM activated one uh, and what it essentially says is that you are considered uh, to be a valid target for personal range spells for her so anything that she can only cast on herself she can now cast on you instead
1: what's awesome
0: like she's got to physically touch you to do it but um, you are now a valid target for spells which you are otherwise not awesome hm? all good
1: and that's that thing. Yes. And we spend some more times hanging out in the garden and just talking about life.
0: Yep. This
1: trip, well, that's awesome.
0: Then it is over to you, Lydia. Yes. And um
1: it is and that is the month of Rover. Yes it is. So we roll into the month of Lamachan.
0: Yep. We may proceed at your leisure with a kingdom
1: Yes. And uh, this is a big deal. I have money. (laughs) After several turns of failing my economy checks, I'm pretty excited by this money. Mm -hmm. I did spend a bit of it on um, paying off a Revezi, but I still have quite a lot of it. 39 bill points as the... um, Kingdom turn begins. One, two, three, four, seven, twenty. Yep. All right. And roll for stability. Yep. Ooh, that is not a good. Ooh, that's not a good number at all. And um,
0: it's the bad one. Failed by five or more. It
1: is um just yes. Uh, hang on, ninety-three. Uh, yes, failed by five or more.
0: Uh, you again the grand sum of two unrest
1: yep so this is still the war but I think more pressingly people are starting to become aware that you know potentially it's it's drawing towards the close and they're really worried about what's going to happen because of that thing with Gorum and yeah. you know the threat that I'll be some killed of, and... some
0: of your people are of the firm belief that uh, if Dreylet is going to somehow sweep your way against all odds by pure luck and divine fortune alone yeah um other people who are a bit more practically minded are of the opinion that you might well win, but then what happens to Thor next? How many of our resources are going to go towards repairing Fort Drelev? Are those damn Drelevians going to come in and take our jobs? <laughs> we should build a wall. Yeah. Then pay your consumption?
1: Yes. Uh, so... Yeah.
0: Brace for incoming amazing magic items.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, Feel the power of one moderate, one medium, yeah. Medium, a scroll of locate object.
1: So I have to drain this well of um sucky ones and find something interesting on there sooner or later, right?
0: Sure, sure, why not?
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going to um, I'll actually leave locate object on there and clear the rod of the python.
0: Okay, you may modify your
1: unrest if you choose. Uh Yes, actually. I think this is a good time. Okay. I will send out Huxley. Yep. Who calms people down. Do I want to know how he calms people down?
0: Yeah, so he calms people down anyway. You lose the unrest first and yep. then you roll check. Yeah, I make
1: the, I make the loyalty check. Yep, that's fine. Um,
0: no, Huxley has a very good method of calming people down. Um, he simply tells you that he says fair not your majesty I will spread word again I will spread word among some of my trustworthy contacts among the city people who know people about what is truly happening and what they should not be concerned about and then he moonites this problem (laughs) By which uh, he disguises himself as a bunch of uh, prominent fake identities that he has in town. Mm. Who are gossip spreaders mm. and information mongers. <laughs> and then he goes out and spreads the information.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Like a boss.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Uh, so having not failed that, you don't risk the loyalty, you don't reduce your loyalty, change leadership, claim hexes, build stuff.
1: And do the thing, Yes. Now, um, before I start spending my money... Yep. I want to bear in mind that, um, next turn I'll be activating some armies. Yep. Um, so... What, um... My first principal question is, um... Do I activate the armies at the end of La Shan or the beginning of Neth?
0: Uh, next turn. Yeah, They operate through Neth. Cool. Right.
1: Okay, and I'm good?
0: Alright.
1: So, um... I claim a very dull grassland hex in Varnhold, A seven. Yep. And build a farm. And a very dull um hills hex in the Green Belt, g G eight and yep. build a mine. Yep. Both have absolutely nothing of interest in them, not even random encounters. So um, I'm assuming they're not landmark objects. No, no, they're not. That one
0: particular uh, hill is not not so stunning.
1: Yeah. Um, I have um, then spent um, the rest of the money that I am spending on um, buying the Stag Runners' masterwork weapons. Yep. Which costs me twenty build points. Yep. Much money. Yes. Yes, but now my but my biggest army has three different improvements to make them kind of badass. All good. And that's how we roll at this time. That's everything that I do. So, we move on to whatever the next step is. Uh, I believe... Taxes. It, it taxes, is. yes. I make my economy check. So four bill points left, plus 35, plus 19. For 58 bill points in the Treasury. Which um, should provide us some spare money for waging wars. So honkingly rich, then. It's um the gap between making the economy check and not making the economy check is pretty profound now. <laughs> all right, and that's um everything. Barring kingdom events.
0: Okay, uh, so the only kingdom event you have of note is. Um, Akora Silverfire will be coming to see you.
1: Oh, that's interesting. She doesn't actually come to see me all that often.
0: Uh, she, as your counselor and the leader of the centaurs, she has on you know, varied occasions just all largely off screen. Yeah. The thing is, um, like some of your uh, unlike some of your counselors, um, she brings you a range of things to make a decision on, but brings them to you very effectively with here's what's happening, here's the problem, here's what I suggest you do. Yeah. And you've more or less just ended up rubber stamping a lot of her decisions. Yeah. Um, unlike, say, Christopher Rossi, more or less handled a lot of it himself and the other counsellor you had was Niska, who deliberately didn't tell you what problems your kingdom was having.
1: Yeah. Although, and in all fairness, she did bring me a bunch of things uh, that were ju- just yes, the, yes. most of them had some sinister agenda I
0: wasn't aware of. Things that you needed to know. Uh, so she will come to you Cailin, I have good news. I have received word from my people, the Centaurs of the Norman Heights, that more of the land that Vordecai has blighted is beginning to return to its former vitality.
1: That is good news. Thanks. There's um, several things down there I'd be glad to incorporate into the kingdom if they were a bit safer. Specifically
0: if you dig out your barn old map.
1: Ah, uh, yes of course
0: it's Lama Shan. It is Lama It has been one year since the last hex deep blighted.
1: Yes. Yep, I've got my um I've got my map with all the various blighted hexes on it. Yep,
0: yeah, if you pass it to me you'll
1: you're literally getting a random. So. Yeah. Can you see where they've got evil written on them? Uh
0: evil, 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 yes, yes I can. So that one's So that is e eight. Grasslands hex. The blight has now retreated from it. the scouts. No longer report nightmares. The ground is actually growing again.
1: That one. It all. Re- that uh, e nine no, is
0: the one that's got the cobalts. Ah, uh, yes.
1: Uh...
0: Sorry, not cobalts. Um, you've got something marked there. Zombie something. No. Do you need me to come and point it to
1: you? No, I, yes, here we are. Yes, sorry, I was being put off by the cobalt thing, but you are quite right. Yep, so that's the, gr- so that, which means that there is a kind of pattern because the, the evil had reached up to the watching yep. stone and has cleared out of that, and now it's cleared out of the neighbouring grassland, so yep. it's sort of, it's receding in kind of a tide back towards Vordekai Stronghold. But not yet the one that's got the good minerals that Kurt Corwin found. <laughs> Uh,
0: so she will pull out maps and charts and show you where this is happening and rah 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 and you know this land is now safe for for any of my people, any of your people, any of our people to live in should we choose to expand that way.
1: That is good. We've got some nice hunting preserves up up in the north. We could easily expand those south. Um, I um, I look forward to the day when it's all been clear. I'm glad we took him out before it spread any, any further. There's a lot of good land down there that's still still painted. It will only be a matter of another six
0: or seven years before his influence is forgotten on the land altogether. It's a heartening thought, isn't it? The old demon that we had feared for so long. Ah, the future moves on for all of us. Of the future, I saw the new blades that have been made for the snag runners the bows, the new weapons, that sort of thing I've understood what you say to the council, is it truly our intent to take a fight
1: to drill it, to Hannah Strayleff? Aye, that, that'll be the case it'll um it'll be um, I'm hoping that um, the army will be just there to handle the transition we've prepared the way such that we shouldn't have to actually fight its people Dreadleaf himself will be a different matter, of course, than some of his guards. Stagthorn has had battles before, but there have always
0: been battles that have been brought to our, draw, our door, or us turning to chase invaders across. If we are to actively assault another city, that is a
1: matter of war. Aye. Although um, it was before your time, but um, we brought the fight to Grolka and his monster kingdom in the south. We took the armies down and um, took out his trolls. I was busy sneaking into a space to cut his head off with Bryn at the time, so I wasn't there. But
0: do you intend to advance this matter in peace? Then you don't wish the army to fight. You uh, believe that we will
1: make, get access to Fort Draylor without fighting. That's my hope. Yeah, the um, the people there have um, they've got their own pride and their own traditions and the like. But they've had a long time of very bad rule. It's a sad. I've been there a few times, and it's a sad place. I would prefer... And I have no grudge against Australia's people and hope them to become my people. I prefer we didn't have to fight his armies. And the mercs will um, leave as soon as they're not being paid. Then I will pray to Mother Moon that this ends... that this remains a matter of
0: peace. I hope
1: so. And if you're um, sending a prayer up, you can pray that the... Um, integration of Dreliv's people goes as well as it did with yours. I wonder how they
0: will take uh, been part of the kingdom of centaurs and fey, kobolds and all manner of things.
1: It isn't exactly what I um, planned to found when I first came down here, but it's gotten to um, be such a habit when um, Tristram found some um, little village of dragonfly people they've dra- had um, wiped out I was really sad we wouldn't have gotten to see them as part of the kingdom. I don't think that's how I'd have thought of it when I first come down here.
0: Certainly, I'm glad to, I'm glad that Mother Moon's light shone in such a way to bring you as our neighbour in bardhold. If you were not here, we would border upon Drelev directly.
1: I don't think that'd work out well for you. It would have been a matter of war on more than one front. <laughs> And your people have had enough of that, I think, for the time. You mighty warriors, but it's time for you to be um, building up your numbers again. Quite so.
0: But it has happened more than it has happened more than you might think. The other day, I had word that the third Centaur child had been born. Three in a year. Can you imagine such vast
1: numbers? Eh? <sighs>
0: I think she's, she's real serious
1: yeah yeah I'm very glad of it it's uh um I really enjoyed those months we spent um staying with your people but um it seemed there could be more young ones about
0: one of the mayors was one of the mayors was pregnant as you came to us to speak your piece about borderkai once I, once it became clear that peace between our two peoples would work I knew that one would grow up in peace i was Delighted to see when a second was born in Stagthorn's borders, but a third? We've never had such numbers in decades.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's definitely a different breeding rate, but then they. Soon
0: they'll be outnumbering the half orcs in your kingdom. <laughs> but then they,
1: um. They live a very long time, don't they? Yes, me? yes. Art, they?
0: Yes, they do. But, um. They they sort of live vaguely elfishy lifespans, yeah, L- lesser but around.
1: Yeah, so, somewhere um, closer, but somewhere around the not. Do the gnomes live about the same as the elves, don't they? No,
0: it's it's elves are the longest, then dwarves, then gnomes. gnomes. Yeah, so then maybe dwarves are about a gnome, part of gnomes, which
1: makes sense because they're both fair blooded.
0: Um, yeah, they've both got that same thing. They came from the first it's world. Well, that's what
1: th- that's what I'm thinking of.
0: But um, it, this. Like traditionally for her centaurs, they, um, very, very few of any of them have had the luxury of dying of old age. Yeah. And, um, the. They've been f- effectively frantically folding in an effort to have a population boom. Yeah. And three in a year does represent a new population <laughs> boom for <don't>
1: Because <laughs> they've got a shortage of menfolk and the like, haven't they? Yeah, because so all, the the all the men got wiped out. Yeah. Well, I'm glad their um, numbers are growing, however slowly. <laughs> yep, it's exciting. <laughs> okay, that's that's what Cora uh, wanted of you. Be cool, but it's nice to it's nice to catch up with her. Yep, it's been a while. Yes, and um, we and that is um, the kingdom turn of Lamashan. We a bit more of the land becomes available, and we climb a few more hexes. Yep, and then we go explore it. Yes, indeed. So let's look at what's still to be... Oh, yes, I had a plan for this. And um, I would like to take Bryn exploring. You have me. Because I want to explore the area immediately around Fort Or oh, In
0: Bryn's case, I have you. <laughs>
1: um, and Bryn
0: knows which way it works.
1: Yeah. No, Caelan's completely okay with that. Yep,
0: yep. Caelan's been married a while. He knows how it works. Too. Yeah.
1: He's a lucky, lucky man. That's how it works. let's sympathise with
0: him. <laughs> okay, so where to, Your Majesty?
1: Alright, so we want to go exploring uh, E7. E7.
0: Next to the Charles. Just above the Charles.
1: Yep. Next
0: to the swamp scar you may do so. It will all be swamp, of course.
1: Yep, so um, there's a river running from.
0: Yep, I will doodle rivers in the swamp again if you do that. Yep. So there are several fingers of rivers that um, go into here, but nothing. Um, all, all of which run to a dry point. See, this is one of the areas in the swamp that is <coughs> elevated, such as it were. Yeah meaning there are several chunks of several hundred meters that are out of the water. (laughs) Um, As to what you find, uh, you are set upon by a beast. Oh. And you slay it with ease.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) That's fine, I thought it was going to be one of those dramatic
0: beasts. No, no, it's another couple of Charles's. Yeah, you you monster them.
2: Yep, mm-hmm.
0: and you realize how much easier this is when you're not trucking around with um, mm-hmm. with with fifteen sixteen refugees.
1: Yes, small fragile civilians.
0: And other than that, the area is clear.
1: Cool. All right. So we explore that hex. Continue onward into D seven.
0: D seven. I will do. that more again. All right. So this one has a couple more rivers breaking around of it, and the bottom of Lake Hookton. Nice. Um, the lake takes up a moderate chunk of it. Probably a little bigger than I've actually drawn it on that map. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's finding
1: it swamp lake. Cool. All right. And um, let me explore that one as well. And then we head into. Um, C7, which may not have rivers that need drawing in. Uh, or it... May, of course.
0: No, no. C7 is grassland.
1: Yep. Um,
0: and there are farms here.
1: Ah. Sweet. So this is actually a farm hex.
0: It is a farmed and rooted hex.
1: Farm D to remind me that it's not my farm. All right. And there's a road going through... Into Fort assumes. yep,
0: and that is where the road stops. Uh, I.e., when you follow this around for a bit, and all, all you and Bryn do here is basically pull pull your hoods up slightly, so you're not obviously the half orc king of Stagthorn. Yeah, um, and you know you will actually see a few farmers out and about in there. Um, the reaction is much more. It, it's not hostile; it's almost fearful. The farmers that you're used to when you walk past your kingdom, even when you're just being a guy as opposed to the king, sort of vaguely tend to raise a hand and hail you slightly or wish you a good day or something like that. Dreeliv's farmers all sort of down. They don't want you to come and talk to them because that can only be bad for them. Yep. Uh, whether you're a passing traveller or, you know, one of Dreliv's mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this looks like it is the southernmost point of Dreliv's claimed kingdom. Right, yep. Basically, several farms go down. Several farmsteads go down through this hex. The roads go to them.
1: Yeah, because the um, yeah. he's got a farm to the north as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, got uh, th- thus far. You've found um,
1: two claimed hexes.
0: Two, two claimed hexes. Well, in all fairness, if, um,
1: he, he must have the he has the actually roads. claimed
0: the ones up to Widenstone Bridge yeah. to make
1: the road. Yeah. So he's claimed this tiny little line of kingdom. Yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly. So enough, me and small. Exactly enough to have a couple of farms to sustain him. Yeah.
1: And, um,
0: uh, and one road to Bavoy. I believe that you've actually explored this one too. But I don't think I've given it to you on the map. Uh, the one east of Tralev, uh that's E6. Uh, sorry, D6. Uh, D6, the
1: other grassland. Has,
0: has a fishery in it.
1: Ah, right, yep.
0: No, sorry, not the grassland. D, D6, the,
1: um, the oh, lake. The lake has a fishery in the it. The lake to the east of Fortress. Ah, yes, fishery. Yes, I see. Yep. So he's got this tiny little bunch of kingdom leading up into a tiny little line.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you always knew that his the, the deal with Fort Draylev was it was an extremely well-built town with a yeah. kingdom claimed around it because yeah. Draylev was only interested... I mean,
1: you can see that's enough to support it. So yeah, yeah. And
0: he was only interested in expanding enough for his own benefit.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: That's what you find.
1: Yes. And, um... Going to, um, and then we're going to, um, go up into, um, up into C, yep, C6 and explore Fort Dreylev's Hex. Yep. So we see the borders of the lake.
0: Yep. It's roaded, there's the lake, there's a river running through it. Yep. Which I think is on there. Yep. And uh, Fort Dreylev itself. And of course, this area is actually well-cleared uh, patrols cared for, etc, etc. Yeah. We explore it. You are not going to have any trouble with Brin's plus a T stealth evading the patrols of, of sort of half a dozen men that you find on the road. But you actually find there are genuinely patrols out around the roads of Fort Drelev. Yes. The area around Fort Drelev, just not very far from Fort Dreylev.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Buttons. Yes. And, um, having explored all of this area, um, Kaelin asks Brynn if she would like to go down and poke into some more troubly regions.
0: Yes. have been home with little monsters for a while. about ready to go out to find someone I can kill.
1: Alright, and we head down into B9. Uh-huh. Which is where the Tiger Lord scouts were poking around.
0: Yep, all good. Yep. Uh, okay, so you head down to that. It's grassland again. Yep. Um, and what you find is, I suspect this is what you're figuring or finding here anyway. Yeah. Um, that there are these cuts in the land. Um, what they are is these. This is like the scooped land that you have seen in your kingdom and in molds. Um It looks like the. I'll give you a reminder; it's been a while since we ran into one of these. There are these cuts in the ground where it looks like the, the earth itself has been cut or scooped out in an incredibly precise line. Um, these one, the ones you saw before, however, were wide enough to climb down. They were maybe two meters wide. This is much wider this must be a good 30 metres wide to the point that you cannot jump these carts. Um, nor are there any... Well, actually, Bryn can jump them trivially. Yes. Uh, you cannot cross them yourself with, with basic jumping or stepping or climbing or whatever. And there's no sign of anyone overly crossing them. Um, the... Yeah, if if is looking, she will find signs where it looks like presumably the Tiger Lords have laid down literal planks to make temporary bridges to go across them. Yeah. And have, you know, put in crampons and that sort of thing to climb down and have a look at what's going on there. Yeah. But this is why you've got like these thirty meter cuts around um, and they actually cut out a vaguely hex shaped chunk of the land. This this hex is about, I think each hex is about 12 kilometers. Yeah. This represents about a twelfth of it. It is just cut all the way down as far as you can see. And do you want to climb down and have an explore again? Last time these led down to sea level? Yes,
1: I will um, climb down and have an explore. Okay, so... I carry on me 200 foot of rope. For this exact purpose,
0: and your climbing skill is all kinds of awesome.
1: Isn't it? Yeah, it's it's moderately good now. Yeah,
0: Bryn's is now a ten as well, so she can do this without a rope.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. My without without my armor on, minus ten. I think we'll have a rope at least with us. Yeah,
0: yeah By all means, yeah. you can trivially hammer one. Yeah, hammer a crampon in. You climb down into the dark. Uh, Brin can now see in the dark <laughs> as well with her uh, eyes of night vision things. Sweet. Uh, So you just head down to the darkness and this doesn't go down to what you would expect. You know the rivers and the lake must go under this land, dig deep enough, and you'll start hitting sea. That's how you get wells and things. But when you go down, there is something solid at the bottom of this, and it isn't ground. And can you give me... I would definitely take engineering for this. Cool. Uh...
1: That's 20.
0: Okay, so it's very loosely translucent, this matter. And you look at it... Hang on. It's glass. Hmm. Like, it, it, it has a couple of unusual properties for glass. It's, it's cloudy, but it's cloudy because it's 20 meters wide and probably at least that thick again. And it supports your weight. No problem. It's a solid block line of glass going all the way around, and you can sort of walk back and forward down what is now literally a tunnel scooped out of the land. Uh, uh, so it, it's some. It, it's very much like glass, but you suspect it's actually a sort of crystalline that um, comes very close to approximating glass, and the reason you... Uh, let me think about what I'm actually telling you here. Uh, let me just look up this stuff.
1: The Mysterious glass. I have Windchaser out with me because I'm not exploring in the swamp, so that's fun. Brr.
0: You can climb down holes yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah he said like I'm not top.
0: well suited for that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, but you know, we're exploring some nice grasslands,
0: Yeah. So. I'll be up here eating. Yeah, <laughs> oh. It's good it. to get
1: of little bit attached their benefits. Okay. Uh,
0: so, twenty under engineering, Brun will give you a survival check in. Uh, uh, she won't be able to get that either. Uh, okay. So, when you look at it, there's this thick, thick crystalline glass down here. Thick enough that the two of you, which is... Uh, 500 pounds of people with all your gear easily can walk around on with it without scratching it, denting it, yeah. or it creaking in any way. Uh, looking at it, you can't really imagine how it has been placed here. Like somebody could have poured molten glass in, then could have gone harder, but then it should have melted through the ground mm. around it. The molten glass should be hotter mm. than the earth that is supporting it. You'd guess it goes all the way down to uh, a fairly firm base at the bottom. And in fact, based on your knowledge engineering, it must go under the scooped-out area as well. So, I- imagine basically there's a big glass bowl under the land that has been placed there, appeared there somehow. So you've got sea level down here, but the glass is beneath it because otherwise you'd have the glass would sink into the sea itself. Yeah. Um, you don't know how it would have be been formed, uh, but because you have the Taylor's Gift of Strange, you can look at it with your other eyes, yeah. and it is radiating overwhelming levels of magic. Uh,
1: so it was magically created, or something, which makes a certain kind of sense as far as that goes. Uh,
0: if it was magically... You, you have enough to know this one. If it was magically created... It wouldn't be magical anymore. If somebody had cast summon glass into the hole, glass would have appeared. Like say a wall of glass, yeah. or something. Glass would have appeared, and that would have been it. And it wouldn't be magical
1: anymore. It would just be glass that had been conjured into being by so magic. It's, it's magical the way gatekeeper is magical. It's ma- it is a magical. It is an enormous magical thing that has power of its own.
0: Uh, it, it, as in, it must still be doing something or projecting power of its own. It's not something that's just been summoned into here. Yeah, yep, I get you. It's not, it, it's not just an inanimate object that's not doing anything.
1: Yep. So, um, this is... Um, B7 has got the missing pieces? B... Uh, no? no. A, A7? Sorry, not B. Um, B uh, B9, nine has, I thought you was where you were. Yeah, don't? no, B9 is where I am. I'm... Um, I thought the uh, when I heard the rumours from Windchaser, I thought the missing people were an A9, which is like...
0: Uh, can you also give me... I, I presume you're going to have a pretty thorough investigation of this? Yeah, we've got some time. You walk all the way around the bottom, which is like walking for a good square kilometre. It would take you, you know, two hours to explore yeah. this. It's not very uh, hard. Um, there's no signs, no symbols, um, no invocations, no no tracks that Brink can find here, um, and the one thing you can make is a knowledge geography
1: check. The uh, last few knowledge geographies have been pretty crap but that's actually adequate. That's 15. Okay, so... I'm not
0: super awesome at knowledge geography, So, you just think about that for a you know where what the borders of Stagthorn and Fort Dreylev and that sort of thing look like, where yeah. the artificial divisions are, where Drelev's land separates into Daggermark and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I would not suggest that they look literally like the hexes you can see, with six yeah, and yeah. sides, and etc. etc. But the border looks more or less like that. The border at the top of Fort Dreylev goes wobble, 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 like so. Yeah. The border at the top of Stagthorn goes wobble, 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 wobble. Same around the sides, same around the bottom, etc., etc. They're not
1: super straight lines. No, they're,
0: they're not super straight lines. They, they, they curve, they're they not precise hexes, but they curve yeah. in and out of various spots. Yeah. And that is what this looks like to you. It looks like a microcosm of your kingdom's map. Um, not not thorns exactly specifically with its borders where they are, but sort of, you know... Fort Drelev's land is about yay big, you know. It has lines on each side like so. It's kind of a vague rectangle, swirly lines, and that's what this looks like—a microcosm version of it.
1: It looks like a very small Drelev has been scooped out of here. And not, this... not
0: necessarily Fort dreylev's land precisely, but if, say, you were claiming a kingdom in here, you would draw lines vaguely like this, but a miniaturized version. You know, it's, it's only a kilometre across, as opposed to Drelia's but, kingdom. But
1: it's like the, the land that's been lifted out and has disappeared is like a small kingdom shape?
0: Yeah, there's nothing uh, there's nothing natural about the shape. Yep. It is, and what it puts you in mind of is an arbitrary legal division, like the ones that you use to assign where the borders of your kingdoms are and where the bond starts and that sort of thing. its It couldn't possibly be a naturally occurring phenomenon somebody has deliberately marked this out in such a way that reminds you of claiming kingdom hexes
1: yep got you and
0: um uh, as a, as a, sorry you go I do not mean to suggest that the land in the middle of this has disappeared lines have been cut yeah and then there's functionally this island sort of right so
1: so the, there are channels where the land has gone missing yep.
0: 30, 30 like 30 meter channels cut all the way around in this vague hex shape yeah Um, and then there's just a big chunk of grassland sitting in the middle and then at the bottom of the chasms that have been cut there's glass growing up and you presume glass underneath as well yeah glass wall down there rather
1: I I don't know what this means but this all means but it gives me a bad feeling yeah
0: Bryn sort of looks at nothing. nothing natural about this nothing I recognise no tracks, no creatures here
1: Nay, no, I. This whole business about bits of the. chunks of the land disappearing. I. I guess I wonder if. maybe someone who thinks the land was stolen from them is trying to steal it back.
0: Hmm. Could be. So many, some in Fort Drailage's lands. Some in Pytax, some in Owls, some in Barnholes.
1: That, uh, that. whatever it is. Some in Mivorn's now. They're taking bits of the land and. I mean, look at the size of this. We can't stop them. I don't. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I... and this this shape is not what you saw previously. The ones you saw the excavations were a lot smaller, and they yeah. were just
1: lines. Yeah. What I wonder is, um, are the ones in those hexes mm-hmm. bigger now?
0: Uh. I, am, I am, if, if, if you think that is the kind of thing Kaylin would have kept an eye on, I am perfectly happy to just give you a report on that.
1: Well, I'm going to commission one when I get back, yep. shall we say, because it's not necessarily a question that would have occurred to me before looking at the big hexes, because we don't claim those hexes, we stay out of them, yep. but I can easily send some scouts to go have a look. So what I want to know particularly is that first one we found on the border of my land is it still like it was where it's just channels or is it or is bigger it now
0: bigger and it's getting deeper um.
1: particularly you know is it getting bigger in the sense that we know it's there has someone just kind of come in and done that even though we've been right here i mean you know nearby not you know literally watching it but uh no ah.
0: none of them have changed
1: well, that's a hard as
0: far as it goes. At least, not so much that it's appreciable. Like the difference yeah. between, say, a cut that's thirty centimeters wide and a cut that's thirty-five centimeters yeah, wide yeah. is um, pretty distinguishable. But, but, they're, but not growing,
1: they're not growing fast.
0: They are not. They are not growing fast, or changing, or being cut further.
1: Cool. Uh, that is something.
0: And indeed, you know, you can order people to try and fill them in again if you desire.
1: No, no, we're we're sick. The when we found out Dreiliv had had deliberately not claimed his, we moved our people. We, de- we re- re- relinquished our claim on ours and moved our people out. We haven't claimed the one's at Van either. Can you pass me your character sheet? Let's see if you
0: have any other um, applicable skills to this, because I can think of one or two.
1: things. Thanks.
0: Will probably not make this, but I would actually take a craft jewellery check here. There is something you could work for, work from this.
1: Interesting. Uh, yeah, my craft jewellery is um, still just kind of a problem. Not worth put a ton of points in, but I do get
0: a sixteen. Okay, you you, as it goes. you can't put your finger on it, but this glass and this this digging in this little island make you think of make you think of jewellery for some reason there's nothing inelegant about it it's been done Uh, the lines are are wobbly but they are precisely wobbly like they've been done that way deliberately to match the land borders Um, and the glass itself is only not translucent because it's so thick and only then from a certain point of view um, if you looked at it from further away it would appear much more translucent kind of thing if anything, it um yeah, it, it just it puts you in mind of jewellery because the glass itself is actually quite elegant and beautiful. Interesting. You could uh, theoretically smash it if you were so inclined. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, destroying it all would be quite hard. But if you want to see if it breaks, waffling away on it a few times with a flail is is an action that's completely available to you.
1: Yes, Kalen is not going to do that. Fair enough. The um there may be something to learn, but this thing gives him the wig, and he's not going to poke it more than he um
0: yeah. Overwhelming magic is coming out, and unless you have spellcraft, that's the most you can get out of it. No,
1: no, the, um, Caelan's got that, um...
0: It's literally, you look at it and there's like this aura of blinding magical light coming off it when you look at it with your detect magic, to the point where it's starting to give you a headache.
1: Yeah, Caelan's got that feeling that he had when he was, um, fighting the Iron Lord's minion or, um, in the boneyard. (laughs) <laughs> this is something that he wasn't meant to polish.
0: I have in over my
1: head here. Yeah, I fell in over my head. Yep, fair enough. All right, and I presume we find, because Brinkut didn't pick up their trail, we don't see any further sign of the Tiger Lord Scouts as we come through here. We know they uh, sort of wandered off into Pythag.
0: There are several old signs that they have um, crossed this crossed this area and examined this piece, but the army actually didn't come through here. Yep. So remember, the scouts came in here, found this stuff and went... Nah, let's give this a wider berth. Yep. I've got Probably for exactly the same reasons you did.
1: Yep, that makes sense. And then um we um are gonna just do a little grassland loop here. Yep. And head up into um A eight.
0: Uh, your your other takeaway is this this much of this particularly shiny, particularly strong glass is probably quite valuable if and when and how you could wind it out. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah okay uh, a8 yeah uh, I believe you've done that that's where the horses were
1: yeah but they um they weren't there when I, I don't think possibly we have I haven't marked it as explorer but yeah okay I'll just mark that oh
0: that's where you found them originally yeah though. but I we didn't explore
1: on. we didn't explore it okay
0: you you explore it yeah um, there's grassland yeah not only is it um you know clean tidy relatively empty um, you'd find several points where horses have grazed on yep. which doesn't surprise you. What does surprise you is you don't have any form of random encounters or anything here, as if, you know, somebody has gone around and cleared out the area. And given Winchester is actually here with you, yeah. he says, now, in fact, he can literally save you exploring the Yeah, I was wondering about that. he can just tell you what it is. He says, burr. the land to the northeast of here appears to be such and such and rah, 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 and draw this on your map and rah, yeah. rah. I have patrolled with my herd, brr, to make sure... The land is clear for our for our herd. Brr.
1: Excellent.
0: He's gone around and killed all the random encounters in it.
1: Sweet. All right, and then we will head down into A nine.
0: And yeah, he he has nothing. He makes nothing of the of the weird glass and the scoop land. Yeah. Says so, It's uh now he would know that these cuts have been here for some. These, these cuts have been here for as long as I can recall.
1: And he's been here quite a while, hasn't he?
0: Uh, A couple of decades.
1: Yeah, so that's a good long time. At least 20 years. Well, that's hard to
0: He's never obviously climbed down the hole and investigated them and things. Yeah. Uh, So he doesn't know if the glass was in the bottom and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. All right. And um, then um, we'll go down and have a look at A9.
0: And um, from this point, I will assume that you basically have added to your sort of marshals and watchmen's duty tell me if shit changes about them Don't poke your head down the hole and see if glasses pop glasses stuck in it periodically and things oh
1: that's what I wanted to do yep um there is one other person I could ask about this yep I want to ask Narissa about this
0: yes yes you certainly could uh when and where are you doing that
1: just um once we climb back out of the hole I'll let Bryn know I want to talk to her and then um, dig out my little... Because I wear my little anvil when I'm out adventuring so she can see what's going on in the world. Yes, you do. Uh, so,
0: so she will be um, aware of what you're doing here yeah. then very easily. Uh, sorry, uh.
1: I don't know if at this point when I consult her when I'm out adventuring if I go in to see her in her little realm or if she comes out to me.
0: Uh, you actually have the... Ca- you you feel that you have the capacity to do either. Yeah. Uh, by default, generally speaking, she comes to you because she can literally perceive whether you're alone or not. Yeah. The, um, what is it? You forgot it wasn't an amulet anymore, was it? it?
1: It's like a little... It's a... It, 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 oh, yeah,
0: you just have a change to a different kind of amulet.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just not a monocle because yeah. I don't like monocles. And that's
0: that's right. Yes, it was a monocle.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... So, so she sort of gave me instructions on how to sort of effectively rededicate it into a new thingy, which is my thingy.
0: So what you will get is you basically clutch the amulet and you call for Narissa, 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 always three times. Yeah. Um, and when Chase is sort of brrrr on the horizon, something comes and she will come uh, riding towards you across the horizon like she's just travelling across these lands yeah she tries from what you've seen she tries to enter in real fashion she comes through doors and things when she
1: she seems to be quite interested in um, being subtle about her abilities whereas you know Oberon tended more towards the dramatic flashy
0: yeah as as you understand it she is only sort of partially three quarters here yeah what you're perceiving of her is not an illusion but she's also not crossing over to your plane entirely
2: yeah
0: um so she rides forward on uh, what is pretty transparently a phantom horse. It's yeah. spectral and translucent and that sort of thing. As yeah. she climbs off it, it just disappears entirely. Yeah. Um, and she nods to you, nods to you and Brynn, Your Majesty, Your Majesty, nods to Brynn, Your Majesty's... Mm-hmm. How
1: I'll, does the, I'll, 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 I'll do my little nod bow thing to her.
0: How does the how does the day find How does the day find you in the land you seek to claim in the name of peace, King Caelan?
1: Uh, I'm well enough, my lady. Um, I would like you to make known to my new friend Windchaser. Windchaser, this is Nerissa.
0: Windchaser looks at her for a long moment and then. Brrr, lowers his head right down sort of bends his forelocks as best he can horses do not horses do not bow easily but yeah. they are capable of bowing Yeah, and that's exactly what he does yeah and she strolls over to him sort of puts a hand on his mane and strokes him several times you are a majestic beast you are a majestic beast a worthy steed of my champion when chase <laughs> looks very smug and proud
1: Yeah. I was wondering if there's anything you could tell us about... Caleb will look down the giant hole <laughs> about this.
0: You seek my knowledge of the glass.
1: Oh, aye, and, and the, the land being gone, and, and what's going on here and the like. If there's aught you can tell, I know there's stuff that you're... that you... Uh, that's not for you to speak of.
0: And what lies beneath I have limited knowledge of this specific spot it is in Panastreliev's lands not your, not those claimed by you and thus I have spent she sort of thinks about this a little time observing it as, as you would understand it I have seen the scooped lands the cuts in your land in what was Vanhold's and I know of which you speak this is a greater version, a greater collection. I can sense magic from it. A strong magic of transmutation. This land has been changed.
1: Ah, I see. So something turned it into glass.
0: The earth has been taken and the glass has been the glass has been growing like a great plant. Aye. <laughs> Beautiful in its own way. I I suppose it is still and cool and peaceful, but it is not of this. It is not of this land at first. It is of magical construction, and it has been growing as one would tend to a garden over time.
1: So it it maybe was smaller before. The glass is, is spread out.
0: And as she says this, you think about what you didn't get with your knowledge engineering check, which is as you sort of think about it, it looks like the... There were bits of sort of caved-in earth over it and that sort of thing, but what you didn't see is, like, little degradations and erosions in the wall. Uh, As she says it, you think, basically, the glasses started smaller, literally at the bottom, and it's growing like a plant. Yeah. You know, clearly not with any overwhelming speed or people notice a giant glass skyscraper coming out of the ground. Yeah. Uh, But that is what she says to you. Yeah. Yeah. she says I feel no. I feel no evil in it no sense of the outer dark it is not a dark thing it is a strange thing but many strange things grow in this land I do not fear it
1: well that's that's good to know you've got a good nose for um, what's what's bad and blighted around here it's good to know it's not something that troubles you
0: I feel from what the Centaur Chieftainess told you that Vordecai's touch is slowly retracting from the land. In a time, it will be again.
1: Aye, ah, it's it's, a, it's something I'm pleased about that we, okay. th- with your help, we took him down before he could spread his evil further in the land. And that the land is slowly recovering. I am pleased. To Although see- it maybe doesn't seem so slow to you. <laughs>
0: It is but the blink of an eye, and yet a moment, of stillness, a moment of stillness, a moment that is perfect, can last forever. I have seen the way you have used the gifts that I have given you, and I am well pleased with it. I wish that there were another way that you did not have to march armies and men of war and warriors upon Fort Drelev, but I understand that, that is what must be if there is to be ultimately peace in these lands.
1: Aye, it's the best we can do, and hopefully it's... it's hoping that as few die as possible. But there are some that need to be taken down. Dreyle's not doing his own land any kindness. And, um, I'm thinking he's not done any favours to those of your kin who dwelt in this land before.
0: No. I did not personally know the Bogstriders, nor anything of it, of course, but... The Fey that have bled away from the first world and changed should be free to live their lives in peace, not to be wiped out for the crime of simply being. Once again there's that feeling in there of, you know, she's like, Fey genocide is bad.
1: Yeah. You know, uh,
0: I should be super upset about this, but I'm not really capable of feeling that much rage. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm just having the thought that that's a very similar thing to what revetti has got going on.
0: Isn't it just?
1: Huh? huh?
0: huh? And I see uh, you've openly spoken to people about um, that you think Eravetti's going to war, aren't you? Because I don't want to create the impression that she's weeding your mind if um, she has this conversation with you.
1: I think, um... It's it's come up in the castle. Yeah, I I don't customarily. Yeah, no, I would have. Yeah, no, I don't wear the I don't wear the amulet for like my private life with Brynn and the kids. Yeah, but I do wear it in the so that, more. That, state that would and, be a thing that she would yeah, be wearing. Yeah, yeah I, but I do wear I it on the more state equations because. So I think I would I yeah. would have it for the the meeting with Yeah, ambassador. Yeah. I just don't want to create the impression that she's, um,
0: psychically foretelling your thoughts.
1: Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah
0: she can actually, no. Um, she says and my thoughts align with yours on the clockwork king. He is not a man to sit idly by and let peace reign. His heart is twisted and broken and metal now.
1: Aye, so I sweet Lana said something of the kind that, and, you know, it's, it's all very well to look out for those refugees, but that there are presumably other people who need helping in his lands. I don't want to... I don't want to start anything with him, but I will be ready if, he, if there comes a time when he feels the need to start something with me.
0: I deeply regret the conflict is likely inevitable. The clockwork king is not a man who will be dissuaded by morality or the right thing to do, only his cold, cold logic.
1: I, I think we're... Road he's walked down or bargain he's made, I think what he's given up can't be got back.
0: Beware of him, my champion. I would deeply regret losing you. I would deeply regret losing you to him at this point.
1: I'll be as careful as I can.
0: (laughs) And Caelan will sweep her about. Thank you for your wisdom. Go in peace and grace, and enjoy these fair lands. And, uh, enjoy these fair lands as you bring more fairness and peace to them. And she turns, casts a spell, a horse appears, another phantom steed appears, she steps back on it, she rides out of sight, and then presumably she disappears back to the first world.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, she had one more thing to tell you. I yes. this has come up yet. Um, so before she... Ro- yeah. <laughs> did it, yeah, yeah, yeah. She... There is one more thing that you should know. You gave, me you gave me Niska's body to keep and guard, and she has been buried in the Gardens of the Fable, the house at the end of time, where I make my residence. In my realm, there are intrusions that I can sense and will not tolerate. The hag, Gairona, she who has no place in me, reached out for a servant
1: ah so they'd have they'd have brought her back if you hadn't taken guardianship of her
0: she failed where Nis- where Niska lies is not for gairona to touch she has no place there so, literally, what she's telling you is she sensed somebody endeavouring to cast resurrection on Goody Niska again.
1: Which, of course, would because it will be a cleric of Gairona, that means the power of Gairona yes. endeavoured to reach into... Yes. Somewhere the cleric a cleric of Gairona
0: has said, resurrection, yeah. and Gairona has gone, ow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I can't get in there. And, and it has failed.
1: Yeah. Because the impression I get is that while... Nerissa's power was once much greater than go it's now not necessarily in the same league anymore because a, she's it, given...
0: Absolutely not. Not even remotely.
1: But that it is... What she has left is very concentrated. Yeah, because Like, you, her you little know, domain is very much hers.
0: You know that whatever Nerissa is now, she was once Titania, one of the great ladies of the Fae. Yeah. And literally, absolutely a goddess in her own right. Yeah. She's now functionally an incredibly minor goddess. She yeah. She barely exists. She doesn't exist at all outside of the River Kingdoms. Yeah. And she only has a limited spray of influence over them. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things when you reach into a god's
1: home. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, their personal domain.
0: Yeah, she is, is vastly... In, in matters of divine intervention, there she says what goes.
1: Yeah. In much the same way as you, you don't want to mess with Pharasma shit, particularly at any time, yep. you especially don't want to do it in the boneyard yep. because of where the boneyard is.
0: Yeah, likewise she would have no power to say pluck Kalen back from the boneyard if it yep. went there because she just can't cross into the into the domain like that. Yeah. Um Garona's Gerona, power is not equal to mine in my fable. That is the gift of that, that is the gift of strength I have received. Not trapped there anymore, but seeing the world outside. Being able to touch it, feel it, smell the wind. Scent the flowers. Feel the breeze and the sea air on my face. The depth and the water and the chill of the lake. Those things are mine. They are not for her to touch.
1: So, is the conception I get that... Um by taking the amulet out with him and spending time with Narissa and paying attention to her and stuff. Yep. Is Kaelin actually helping her husband her little power and maybe expand it a bit?
0: Yes. Excellent. Yeah, she wouldn't have, she, well, she might or might not have been able to do this previously. Right. but She damn sure can now. Oh, sweet. That works for me.
1: I'm in favour of boosting her power up a bit.
0: So that is what she wanted to tell you? Someone yeah. has endeavoured to resurrect Niska again. She can't tell you who, it's yeah. somebody somewhere. Yeah. And uh, actually... Uh, guess she can, uh, oh. vaguely. I do not see where Gyrona's I cannot see where Guyrona's hand came from, but I know it came from within the circles of these lands. Whoever endeavoured to raise her was in the River Kingdoms.
1: Do you close by in the River Kingdoms, or further away?
0: Within hundreds of miles of stag... Within hundreds of miles of stagthorn, is all that good sense. Well, that's good to know. Uh, so basically, literally somewhere within the boundaries of the campaign. Yep.
1: Yep. That doesn't narrow it down much, but I'm actually kind of happy she didn't say within Stagthorn. Yep. Like, there's definitely yep. a high-level cleric of Girona in your borders. But there could be. Yep. She's not
0: ruling that out either. Yep. It's somewhere within, so what would be Stagthorn, the Hookedong Slough, Varnhold, Pytax, Mivon, no, no, Mivon, no, Wobbles, Brevoi, Daggermark, etc. Uh, etc. Yep. Et well, the,
1: the, the named kingdoms. Yeah, all,
0: all the guys that you are interacting
1: with. I yep. Suppose.
0: Somewhere in there, there is a cultist of Gaeronik casting resurrection. Who tried, res- oh, who tried to who tried to resurrect Niska and is presumably the one that did it in the first place. Yeah, yeah,
1: it doesn't seem like because um, somebody actually has Niska's finger that gives them the ability to resurrect her f- yeah. without having her body. Yeah, and um, you know, you know, she only she was only missing the one finger. It's presumably either a little group of clerics or one cleric who's got that yeah. level of divine power and that finger. Yeah.
0: My my sphere of influence is in the Ruhr Kingdoms, but then so is hers. Aye. Nonetheless, you have dealt the Hag Goddess a great many blows. Peace is not something that she will ever understand. It is no
1: part of her. I think peace always has to be fought for and protected. There'll always be new threats coming in. But... As we build up a more solid community, what we built has a strength in the life of its own. And we... Doop, 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 doop. Off she goes again. Yes, yeah, that was a pretty neat scene.
0: Cool.
1: All right, and um, we go down and explore A9.
0: Yep, it's grassland. Yep interesting grassland with nothing in it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, a now, it's a time filler. <laughs> All right, and we go look in eighteen.
0: is grassland, unremarkable grassland, just there to make you explore it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty cute. All right, um, we tromple through B10, which we have already explored, or rather the caravan did. Yep,
0: yep. What? like you look at a few things discover they match what rat told you realize that he wasn't a complete lying sack of shit and move on with your life
1: yep and then um we will go to c10
0: gee i heard there was a hydra in there
1: yep and we will go looking for a hydra
0: okay you're gonna go rumble the hydra
1: i I am gonna go rumble the hydra i'm sure it'll shock you
0: to learn there's there's a hydra in there um
1: Because, you know, I'm taking Brin out on a date. It's just me, her, my awesome horse, so let's go kill a really big monster.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, So, given that you preemptively think there is a Hydra in here, uh, Brin will basically endeavor to not so much track it as track its passage, find signs of it. Uh, The Hydra will actively oppose this. Uh, And it does a good but not good enough job. Mm -hmm. So... Brynn sort of looks at the ground, looks at the mud and that uh, looks at Windchaser um, you know, so, mm, fall back behind your tracks will muddy the way Windchaser sort of <laughs> burr, burr, <and> this, <laughs> rolls his eyes and slows his pace slightly as Brynn drops to the ground sniffs at the ground looks around, <laughs> look, here slides in mud Great snake, a great snake like body through here. And what's more, no signs of other tracks. No predators in this area. Prey animals pass, allowed to live, but not allowed to thrive. Something smart is here, feeding with a great many mouths. Sweet. Then it's Winchester. Alright. You may go forward again. It's good to see that Kalen, it's good good to see see that Kalen, has a steed that is finally worthy of him. You may not be as fast as me, but the other horses were weak.
1: Mm-hmm. They were
0: making him weak by riding them. <laughs> Brrr, that's what I've been saying to <laughs> Jason. <laughs> so
1: So um, I had an info dump from Tristram on Hydras. Yes,
0: you did. And he probably knew everything there ever wants to know about Hydras. Uh, yes, indeed he did. Yeah, pretty sure he did last time as well. I don't remember what it was. So Hydras, they are magical beasts. Uh, they are enormous creatures, huge size. Yep. In fact, well, a-, a Hydra, classically, is, is a very mythological creature. Uh, some say they were a result of uh, careless wizards experimenting with uh, an attempt to breed a var- variety of snakes together into some sort of gigantic ball. But uh, to be honest, a lot of things get blamed on careless wizards. And I'm pretty sure it's it, what it's more likely to be is the ambient magical energy leaking out from the first world. I imagine what this would, Hydra would have started as was, was perhaps a group of snakes, a uh, a slither of snakes, I think that's the... Yeah, topic. it may, may well be. A slither of snakes that uh, merged and grew together. I imagine that if any, what the sort of strange creatures we've seen around the River Kingdoms or any sort of guide, it'll be a particularly large and nasty variety of it. Uh, most Hydras have six heads, this one will probably have considerably more, I'd guess about double that, twelve-headed perhaps. Uh, the beast itself has uh, twelve heads with an enormous number of large jaws and a good reach on them. I'd be very careful of getting bitten and getting bitten a lot uh, thankfully it, it won't be able to swallow you or, or windchaser you're too large for that sort of thing I'd shudder to think what would happen if we had halflings with us mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's very quick and can attack a great many times even when it charges straight in It'll bite you with every head it can get at it you with. It's got pounds. Yeah. Move in full attack. Uh, they also have uh, particularly remarkable regenerative powers. Um, they're, they're quite capable of healing up a great deal of damage that can be done to them. There's really no way around it, unfortunately. Killing them is a matter of simply pouring it on until they're taken down. Uh, massive amounts of fast healing, relatively yeah. speaking. Uh, and I'll just see what else in there? <laughs> hydra hydra uh yes this is this wacky crap uh oh this is probably relevant to you or well, maybe not uh right so you can kill it by dealing sufficient damage to it yeah or you can sunder all of its heads yeah um which um which kills it but two more heads come out um but once you've sundered sufficient heads uh, sorry uh, two more heads come out to prevent a seven head growing back you must deal with fire or acid damage to the stump yeah so if you had for example an acidic sword that yeah. would probably work real well yeah uh, or fireballs or whatever in that neighbourhood.
1: Yeah. So, how do I sunder a head? Like, what sundering? Uh,
0: so sundering is a special combat ability. Yeah. You're usually not allowed to sunder things' heads. Yeah. Hydras are the special exception to that. Yeah. Uh, I forget exactly how sundering works, but it's a combat maneuver like tripping and that sort of thing.
1: So the conception is, as I understand it, I need to sunder the head, then do fire or acid damage to the stump. Although uh, if you
0: do fire and anti damage to the stump, well, you're it's sundering yeah, the head, that, that, that will do the same. Sweet. Um, so. And if you fireball a bunch of heads, then they all uh, stump up. Sweet. Uh, so, sundering is. Um... Uh, you make a post attack rolls to sunder the head. Uh, you land a good blow. Uh... Right, then you need to deal it X amount of damage. Yeah. and if you deal an X amount of damage you sunder its head yeah. and if you're doing it with Gatekeeper then it will automatically seal this and that's a, that's a method around its fast healing effectively yeah. because it heals itself up a lot but you cut off all its heads and it dies anyway even though its fast healing is still active yeah. uh, the downside is every time you endeavor to sunder you provoke from it yeah um, it of course has combat reflexes yeah so it can take lots of attacks of opportunity, not necessarily all 12, yeah. but um, all its heads operate independently from each other, and however, uh, you can take this, power attack is the prerequisite for it, Improved Sunder is a feat that you could take as a fighter that you could retrain into, Ooh. Uh, which gives you a bonus on it, and perhaps more importantly prevents you having attacks of opportunity.
1: Sounds I thought great. that one was
0: locked behind combat expertise, but it isn't, it's locked behind power attack. Sweet. So, yeah, Tristan highly suggests that you you train in this sort of technique to, never mind about damaging it, just hack the head off. Yep,
1: Caitlin is totally going to um, switch out Great Cleave for Improved Sunder, I believe.
0: And there are um, Pyrohydras and Cryohydras, which are... um, things that could breathe fire or cold respectively but Rat didn't see any indication also, so wait, he told so you it was it a dragon but he didn't tell you it breathes fire or ice or anything and uh, he
1: certainly would have met, he would very likely have mentioned so that so it's
0: probably just a regulation brand huge magical 12 headed hydra.
1: good to know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did Tristram Tristram didn't sort of suggest that I should stay the hell away from it because it will probably kill me in a, uh, no. you know, it's, a it's, it's, rag, dragon
0: kind of way Oh, they're they're dangerous, certainly. But uh, you killed our marker twice before.
1: I. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. I feel I feel Hydra ready. So that was the main thing I wanted to check out. Yeah,
0: so strategies have improved, Sunder. Yeah. Um. Have AC is also useful to prevent it yeah, yes. hitting you repeatedly in the first place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and um, I will um. Probably talk to Bryn in terms of our first tactic being um, me chucking one of my bigger fireballs at us. Yep. No,
0: Tristan expects it will challenge you. He does not expect it will um, run you over and eat you. Yeah. It's like it's possible, but... Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bryn, I think, is... Not capable of throwing a net at it, alas. Yeah. It's too big to be netted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was sort of figuring she could um pummel it and stun it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean Bryn can fight it. There's nothing yep. in particular that she can do to it. Yeah, yeah. All good. Yes. Okay, so do you want to go and fight a twelve headed tiger I do
1: want to go and fight a twelve headed hydro
0: the one thing that Tristan might suggest to you is well, you're getting in under its guard is actually taking the tower shield. Ah, uh, yeah. On the basis that it's going to attack you 12 times as you walk up towards it.
1: Right, yes. Um, that... You
0: know, like, just walk up with it and then drop the damn thing. And um...
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Because um, the other thing I could do is actually wield the tower shield for this fight. Yes, you're most welcome to. I could um, take a different... Um... Like, it still counts... Even though it's got 12 separate heads, it still counts as one opponent, right? Cleave isn't actually going to be useful. No, no. Cool. I'm going to swap out... Then I'm going to change my loadout. Yep. And I'm going to swap out Great Cleave and Cleave for um, Exotic Weapon Proficiency, Bastard Sword, and Improved Sunder. Yep. Um,
0: yeah, you can make multiple Sunder attempts, but you can't Cleave Sunder.
1: Yeah, Because I carry a Tower Shield in my bag in case I need one. Yep. Um, so that's a... That's what a million pounds of carrying capacity is
0: for. Yep. And Windchaser will more or less any... Brr. I am prepared to face... To charge this foe as you, as you like. Brr. But I have no match for it.
1: Yeah, no, I think, um... I think, um, we'll come up to it. And, um, you stay nearby in case we need to book. And, um... We'll um we'll go in on foot. Yeah, from so he's there. he's
0: totally prepared to have you charge on horseback towards the Hydra. It's just you know twelve AoA AOOs is going to uh, yeah
1: yeah well, bother it, him yeah and the, the Hydra might well try and eat my horses. Many of these beasties like to eat horses. When you've
0: got twelve heads, why not?
1: Yeah, so no, I think um what we'll do is have Windchaser nearby where we start off, but he'll stay, but ba- he can stay back and um yeah because his AC is not equal to mine. All right. Um, so that you've um, you've played with Mikelor a lot. What does the Tower Shield give me? It's plus a, four
0: AC, minus two to attack.
1: That's it, because I knew there was a there was a catch as well. Sweet.
0: Yeah, because I'm just big and unwieldy and hard yeah. to swing around.
1: Yeah, and and an eight, additional armor sheet bonus, but that's not so Which relevant. Which is not
0: necessarily irrelevant, but probably for the kinds of things you'll be doing.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. So Kalen is going to be loaded out with Gatekeeper and his Tower Shield. hmm uh, Which he can temporarily wield one-handed. So that'll definitely make me a bit less effective with the sword, but the thing is, the extra plus four to AC really makes a difference. It's when you really don't want to be hit, or don't really don't want to be hit over and over and over again. All right, initiatives. Yep. Uh, ooh, Kalen gets a 19. Uh, Brin on eighteen. Yep.
0: And the Hydra uh, 13, so between the two of you. Sweet. Right, so basically Brin is sort of loosely following these tracks, sort of wandering along. Um, and what you find is this bit of bog is, you sort of ge- generically in bog, travelling in foot-deep water... Uh, where you are going at the moment is opening up into a much deeper pond where some of those rivers, rivers are all coming together, not big enough to really bother marking on your map but um, and what Brynn is following here is a lot of the reeds around here are lying sort of bent or broken or crushed and at this point I will get you both to make a spot check versus the Hydra's
1: stealth yeah, and, so and then possibly with... the other way around if yep. you're sneaking up on it so Carolyn gets an 8 and it's very unlikely to see any Hydras uh, you
0: see the Hydra... No, you do not see the Hydra. It's hiding in a whopping nine. Brynn yeah. sees the Hydra without rolling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she needs to roll of minus ten. Yeah, yeah. see, this is,
1: this is why I bring <laughs> uh,
0: And then um, are you endeavouring to sneak up on it, generally yes. speaking?
1: However, um, Kalen is more than a usual liability with the Tire Shield as well. Oh,
0: yeah, that's true, because you'd want to have it out in case yeah, Yeah, the, the,
1: the, yeah I, I really do.
0: Okay, so what are you adding to Bryn's stealth roll? Uh,
1: so is it a move silently? It is a
0: move silently.
1: All right, so... Um, uh, but you're at minus 10 to it for the Tower Shield. Uh... It's a minus four armor sheet penalty, or is it higher than a minus four armor sheet penalty? The tower shield yeah. is minus ten. Oh, the tower shield's a minus ten. Yes. Okay, then i You I'm... are
0: carrying a gigantic metal door oh. as, you, as you endeavor to move silently.
1: Okay, moving. all right. So it's a, I, I'm, it's a minus eight, then.
0: Okay. So, yeah, and the Hydra is a pretty caddy hunter, so yeah. unsurprisingly, as you move, the well, just...
2: <laughs> we'll be recognize we're... the
0: need but you could surf on that thing <laughs> if it wasn't so heavy went <laughs> through the floor still, the creature must be around here somewhere, I think we should look out and bursting sort of out of the water in the pond comes what at first appears to be an enormous snake which is then followed by another enormous snake followed by another and another and then this lengthy scaly body drags itself up and suddenly there are twelve gnashing, swirling, gigantic heads around you, going <laughs> out towards you. Uh, so it does not sneak up on you because you see the huge-sized snake coming up through the water, along the yep. ambushes. You likewise, you do not sneak up on it because it
1: hears the loud, repetitive banging noise from some <laughs> distance away. Uh, so you are
0: here. And this is pretty much all featureless terrain, so yep. it's just a map for the purposes of. Um, it is purely a map for the purposes of tracking. Bring
1: it slightly. In front. And um, wind chasers yep. following yep. us because.
0: Alright, and you are up first as you see this enormous beast crash out of the water and it just hisses repeatedly at you but in twelve echoing recurring heads they lash around you.
1: <laughs> well, if I was sensible I wouldn't be out here in the swamp and Kel will duck down behind his enormous weight of metal yep. and charge. <laughs>
0: okay. And it will make a bunch of attacks of opportunity on you. Yep. Ah, yes, there is. Its combat expert reflexes allows it to use all the tanks for attacks of opportunity.
1: Good to know. But the thing is, if I stood back there, uh, yeah, yeah. it, it, it gets to pounce and deal me 12 attacks. Dealing me 12 attacks is what the Hydra does.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. There's, yep. there's no getting around when you fight the Hydra. What it does, it just bites you over and over again. So I'm going to ask for your AC up front.
1: Yep, it is 34. Jeez. Hang on,
0: no, sorry, 33. Okay, yeah. so you run in with your big metal door up in yep. front of you, Michaela style. One, two, three. Six. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. And jaws and snake heads just rain down upon you as you hold the tower shield up and charge in. And you hear this incredible clang, 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 clang of massive snake fangs pounding repeatedly into your tower shield. As eleven of them hit it, one of them snakes around and bites you in the side. Yep. <laughs> uh, can you take nine points of damage? Yes. Yes, I can. Oh, um, yeah, nine points of damage. Uh, it's 172. It's 172. Yes. And then you are engage you really with it.
1: Yes. It
0: doesn't seem to have any trouble with the fact that it's this close to it. It just lashes its heads back around.
1: Yep, and um, as pre-arranged, Windchaser at this point moves back a bit. Yep. So he's still around so I can get to him if we decide this was a bad idea. Yep. But he's far enough back that the Hydra's got tastier targets. Yep. Alright, and...
0: Do you want to attack it, or do you want to sunder it?
1: Um... I want to sunder it. Okay.
0: So, because you are, um, you have approved sunder.
1: Yes. So you don't
0: provoke for doing this period. Sweet. Uh, then. Glad we're inside. Not yeah. Out of, not out of that right? Uh Okay. Come on, ready action. Ra-ra-ra-ra-ra. Sundering. Okay, so you make opposed attack rolls. So yep. you, you use basically literally your full attack, then your lesser attack, then your lesser attack again. Sweet. Uh, and you are adding four to all of these for your improved Sunder. Um,
1: but because I move forward, I only have the one attack this
0: okay. round. that makes it simple. So you can give it a Sunder one head and it basically lashes its head around and gives it to get out of yeah, the it's, way. Yeah, it's,
1: it's the one that bit me.
0: Yep. It's <laughs> got it coming.
1: Ooh, I um... I net 20.
0: Okay. Which is uh, not an automatic success, but yep. is exceedingly likely to succeed. Yes. If you can't beat its attack roll by rolling 20, you've probably got problems.
1: Yep. Could I have a
0: scrap of paper? Yes, absolutely. So I
1: have these big sheets. Yep. Hydrogen knowledge. Yep. So I've got a... Um, so that's a... 39 plus 2 is 41, because I've got a plus 4 from the thunder, minus 2 from the tower okay, shield. Okay, so
0: it gives us the dark to head back, but it is nowhere near your equal in combat. Your speed with the blade, you've been training for hours for this all morning. Yeah. What? You cut into a head, you need to roll damage.
1: Yep. Alright, and that may not...
0: And I just need to borrow the calculator.
1: Yep, that may not be enough to do it. Um, I rolled poorly. Um, that is um, nine points of damage.
0: So you slash heavily into the head, but you're not quite prepared for how quick and serpentine it is, and you don't land a good enough blow to actually sever the head outright. You yep. cut deeply into the neck, and the Hydra pulls away, hissing. Uh, you so you don't deal the damage to it. Yeah. Um, you come very close to severing the head, but not quite. Well, it's good and to know that I was close. As it pulls back away, it goes... Sh- 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 and the neck begins healing itself
1: up again. Yeah. No, I get I get that the these are an all-or-nothing thing. If yep. take the head, it's got one less head. If I yep. don't take the head, it's it, it's got fast healing. Yeah,
0: but its hit points are divided, divided by the original number of heads it has. So yep. a, tw- a 12-headed one... It's much more much, because a 12 one probably has more hit points than a 6-headed one. Yeah. But, um, yep. The hedge should not be taken as ripped into its hit points as a whole. Yeah, no, I get that. Okay, so you do not manage to cut through it. Yep. And then it is the Hydra.
1: Yep.
0: Who goes, uh, have you dropped the Tower Shield now that you've gotten in, or are you still... No, there?
1: I'm still... I, I've set myself up so I can keep fighting with the Tower Shield on purpose. It makes me less effective, like I would have done more damage if I'd been 2 in the Bastard Sword, but... Um, you know, the extra four points of
0: AC and are very welcome. As you practice your best Michaela impression and shelter behind the tower shield, the Hydra bites you repeatedly in the armor and shield and everything else. And there is a cacophonic scraping of metal noises and 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 it doesn't get through with any of its 12 attacks.
1: Sweet! <laughs> Plan tactic working. Alright.
0: Okay, and then it is Brynn? Yes. So Brynn looks at this thing. Hmm. Giant 12-headed snake. Huh. You always take me to the nicest thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 12 heads. Hmm. 14, 12, 12 heads. Hmm. 28 steps to get to it. Hmm. Quick, easy. Uh, and she will endeavor to tumble up to it. Yeah, Uh, so she slows to half her movement so uh, mega 35 feet yeah so she'll be able to get up on it but not um, she'll have to
1: tumble round to flank with it and she does
0: actually have to make a tumble check because you're in a swamp yeah Uh, she rolls a 4 so that is sufficient so Bryn rushes forward, and what you see is all the heads immediately go. Oh,
1: I'll um, put Kaelin back here because he couldn't get any closer, given that it's uh... a yeah, yeah, as long as yep. goes,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Um, so Bryn dashes forward, and all the heads snake out and jing 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 at her, and she literally leaps, jinx, lands on the neck, runs along it a bit, leaps off the next one, runs along that, in a dazzling feat of twenty-eight tumble closes okay. rushes up to it and then will make her best single attack at it as, as she runs up one of the necks she stomps down and endeavours to stunning first. it uh, she might actually miss that but no she does not she hits it uh, she's not endeavouring to piss around sundering no. she's just punching it um. Deals it 16 points of damage. And the Hydra shudders for a moment as she hits it in a vital bit. And then just almost effortlessly <laughs> shakes her and the effect off. Yep. Like its fourth save as fucking correct. Yep. And that is Team Bryn.
1: Yes. And it is Team Kaelin. Yep. Who will, um,. Now I can't five set footstep because we're in a swamp. Correct. Yep. That's worth bearing in mind. Okay, so I will stay put in my doing my best giant metal juggernaut in the swamp impression. Yep. And um, we'll have another crack at the sundering business. Yep. And I am now full attacking. Correct. Can I make three? Do I make three sunder attempts? Yes, at that three point?
0: separate sunder attempts at the minuses to each one of them. Yep. All right. So. So effectively, your third sunder is much worse than your first one. Yep.
1: So. Uh, that is a 32. Yep. Alright. And um, that is uh, 12 points of damage, some of it acid. Okay,
0: so you at this point carve one of the heads off, and it pops and falls. And as the acidic blade of gatekeeper cuts through after it, it sizzles and burns on the neck, and the bleeding stump of the neck, which, even as you cut, you can see the next tiny snake head starting to emerge, the flickering tongue and the tiny fangs surging out from the neck with its incredible fast mm-hmm. healing, and then the cut severs across the neck, burns across it, skin regrows over the top, skin and scales, and there is a flailing stump there, one head down. Sweet. Alright,
1: next thunder attempt.
0: Beautiful success. (laughs) The Hydra is flawed.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty funny. Yeah, hilarious. Um, That's a 31.
0: Uh, Off with its head.
1: Yep. And that is a 13 damage.
0: Yep same again, second head is cut because you're dealing acid damage to it
1: oh, I'm rolling really well and that is a uh, 29 for the third one yep,
0: you beat its attack roll again
1: and that however is the poor damage that's the same as I rolled last time which will fail to see yep, so, yeah. so the
0: same thing happens again, you yep. cut into it but don't get all the way through yep. so I'm sorry, you only cut off two hydra heads in this action yeah,
1: Yeah. I'm I'm pretty good with that on the whole Although you know I won't be succeeding with three Sunder attempts every round, I got rid- potentially the last roll where I got an eighteen, good yep. enough to counteract the um, poor third attack.
0: So Brynn has basically smashed her the edge of her heel down on one of this things' necks in sort of an axe kick motion, um, ripping it with ripping it open with her heel and dealing it sixteen points of damage. When its turn comes around, that wound goes. <laughs> and closes up, as it breathes quickly, the muscles contract and grow into each other, and the largest part of that damage disappears entirely. Yeah. It's fast healing is very fast.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, um, we could, if I was doing, cutting for straight damage, we could have a pretty good swing at just cutting it to bits. Uh, but it's it's going to be a tough round for Bruns, and as the only one damaging it. But on the other hand, you know, now it only has ten attacks as opposed to twelve. And
0: our friend here recognizes fails to recognize that that tower shield is what's getting in its way and continues to endeavor to eat you. Okay, it
1: doesn't it doesn't divide them with brim.
0: Uh, you're the one that's actually damaging it, getting uh, yeah. its heads off and things. It's yeah. smart enough to recognize that, but not smart enough to recognize that her AC is probably lower than yours. Yep, makes sense. So three attacks, six attacks, nine attacks, twelve attacks,
1: uh, uh ten attacks.
0: Ah uh, yes, uh, yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all right. Um, we'll, I'll re-roll the last three. Yep. Cross them with the last one. Uh, so uh, does a so it was thirty-three AC. Thirty-three AC. Okay, so a thirty-two doesn't confirm then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one hit hooks you. Yep. But again. it doesn't crush me. Doesn't crush you.
1: Yep.
0: And deals you. Five points of damage. Yep. The individual bite damage is not very much. Yep. (laughs) There's meant to be 12 of them. Yep. (laughs) On the other hand you're tackling this exactly how you should.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, um, the Kaelin's, um, Kaelin's fighter levels are paying off for him. And it is Bryn's turn. Yep. Okay, well.
0: Bryn is is probably not dead. She could also start sundering it. Um, but she can't stop the heads regrowing. Yeah. And she's also not desperate to provoke 12 attacks of opportunity. Yeah,
1: which I don't think she should do.
0: Okay, so given that it is a large creature, she will basically duck around under it, and she can do this to assist herself. Uh, she literally rolls around its snake-like tail, leaps over the body, and tumbles to flank it.
1: Sweet.
0: Uh, Which will help you with your sunders. Yeah, yeah, because
1: that's going to cancel out my minus two penalty for the um, tower shield. Uh, She can't
0: do that and flurry, so she will do that and throw another stunning Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Hits it, unsurprisingly. uh, Deals it 16 points of damage again. Yep. And the Hydra throws this effect off of these. Yep. And then Mm -hmm. it is back to you, I
1: believe. So, Callum will have another three chops. I'm
0: just counting down so It's got ten heads at the moment.
1: Yep. Um, so...
0: Yeah, but you can see doing this without improved thunder.
1: Yeah, yeah. It would be very, very, very painful. All right. Um, even with the tower shield, that would start to get ugly after a while. All right. So, um... That is... Yes. Yeah, that's lots. Yep. That's a good one. You're at having no
0: difficulty beating its attack rolls. Gone.
1: Yep. So that's another head down. And the second one is another very, very high number. Yep, it's just not great. And um, that's a um, uh, 12 points of damage. So, yep. Down to eight. And then the last one I think um, is worth checking, but probably won't do it, is a... Opposed by
0: 20... Or 22.
1: Alright, so 19.
0: 21.
1: Uh, plus 4 yep. is 23. Yep. So I do manage. Again. Yep, thanks to Bryn. And that is a. Uh, 14 damage.
0: Yep. So as that last head, well, a- as the 7th head slashes, yep. the 8th head slashes, slashes out at you, rather, Bryn grabs the thing by the tail and yanks on it, and it flicks its head slightly round, and that's when you cut it off.
1: Yep. So that's another three heads down.
0: Yep, it is down to seven
1: by my count. Yep, yep, that's right. Yep. And it is its seven head attack. Yep. And
0: it makes another wisdom check. Now works out where the source of the problem is coming from and doesn't go for your tower tower shield, but instead hisses and then flicks its body around entirely and makes seven attacks on Brim. Yep. Mm Because it's it's working out that it ain't heading you, so one will miss, two will hit, uh, three will hit, four will hit, five will hit, and one will be a confirmed corpse. it lashes out at Bryn, who is relatively defended but not behind an entire wall of metal yeah. and quicker than she can react it suddenly bites and lashes into her repeatedly and the last bite is particularly nasty as she takes a grand total of 50 points of damage oof and drops to towards half her hit points.
1: Sweet, that's right. She's
0: so Bren is wolf tough. She gets bitten several times by the heads and lifted up and shaken around, and she <laughs> strong biter yes, I can do it too, and bites, bites back at the heads that are biting her yep. and rips at the flesh with her teeth until she drops down again. Yep. And the Hydra heals large chunks of the damage that's been dealt to it. Yep,
1: but that means she is cumulatively damaging it. Yep. But, um... Uh, you're doing good, love, but maybe back off a bit, eh? Alright, and, um, Kaelin will endeavour to cut off another couple of heads. Yep. Alright. And so, hang on. Actually, Brin's turn to act next, because so
0: Brin says, mmm, suppose under these very limited circumstances, very specifically, this one time, I'll behave a little more like Michaela, <laughs> and she will fight defensively. So, wait. Uh, she has sufficient ranks in tumble that she gets the additional bonus to this. Uh, drops four attack. Goes up three AC. So, uh, and then she will pull out floppy the balls out of it because why well, not yes
1: yes it's the first time entered. she's had a t- chance to and this will actually um, start dealing if she hits a bunch of those wolves we'll start dealing a walking with some damage uh,
0: she will actually miss with the first one yep uh, because she is fighting too defensively Uh, and actually with remarkably poor luck she has been picked up and dropped back into a mucky bit of swamp so by the time she is up and out of it she misses with all three of them
1: yeah that's okay though she's got some more ac and you know at this point she's taking the brunt of the thing's attack that's a combat contribution
0: oh wait no sorry uh misses with three out of the four yeah she
1: has ah sweet so she still gets one attack yeah
0: she's got a regular attack Two free flurry attacks at no yep. penalty, and then a secondary attack at a penalty. Ah, uh, yes. So one of those gets through, 14 points of damage to it.
1: Yep, which will mean it, th- it doesn't manage to fast heal up all the damage uh, and down. the stunning
0: fist missed, so yep. it doesn't roll for that. Yep. And then it is over to you. Yes. The AC is now up by three. So. Well,
1: that's a, that's a very good thing. And Kalen will stab, bring in another three Sunder um, attempts. Yep. Okay, the first one is poor. Um, Alright, so that is... Uh, 27. Ooh.
0: No, it's going to beat you on an opposed-attack roll. Yep.
1: Alright, second one. Uh, is it 28?
0: It will beat you on another opposed-attack roll. Oh, very The nice. Hydra has now come ready for fighting.
1: Alright, and... Um, the third one is a 31. Yep,
0: and it's roller ones. 1. So yep. The first two are clearly faint, and then yep. you sever a head with the last one. I yep. Assume. Yep, yep, heaps of damage. So Six heads up.
1: Yep. So now it's a six-headed Hydra. Yep. <laughs> all right, however it is Team Hydra.
0: And it turns and loads all its heads on Bren. <laughs> yep. Uh, however, it's going to have a much harder time hitting her now. Uh, let me see, he's up to 28, so that is three misses, and two more misses, and one hit.
1: Yeah, that's more like it. Mm-hmm.
0: For a whopping five points of damage.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, if it keeps eating Brim like this, another five rounds should see her down.
0: <laughs> and then it's Brynn. Yep. Who will do the same again.
1: Oh, and the Hydra heals up the... Ah, um, uh, yes,
0: thank you. It's probably not going to be relevant, given yeah, that. Uh,
1: uh, I'm not saying I'm rooting for the Hydra, but I'm starting to feel slightly bad about this. <laughs>
0: uh, Prince, this is not natural. Wolves do not fight defensively. Wolves go for hamstrings. Uh, this is Michaela's influence. Should have never brought that woman into our kingdom. <laughs> uh, she angrily rants about Michaela and rolls four natural ones in one sh- in one shot. Well-
1: that's got to be a record.
0: Messing with everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Oh, well, in that case, the Hydra probably will I've, be.
0: Awesome. I've got my one coloured die for her first blow, and then yep. all the rest can be the
1: same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and then it's killed. Yep. Alright, we'll have another three Sunder attempts. Yep. Alright, that is 19 plus 19 plus 4. Yep, uh, yep. I, I probably don't need to add that. Uh. no oh and yep and that's a ton of damage too whack five head standing yep uh 28 uh it can actually
0: beat that but it doesn't
1: and however that's the cruddy roll on the damage so fails standing fails to sit fails to sit with a head and then the third one um i think very unlikely to uh yeah i get 19 so
0: yep Okay, so one head down.
1: Yep, it's getting harder. The hydra's, the remaining heads are getting killed. Hydra down.
0: hisses with triumph. It senses its victory is near.
1: Yep, so that's five, still a five-headed hydra.
0: It hits Brin with one, and just one. Yep. Uh, for six points of damage, she's now approaching half her hit points.
1: Yep, and it heals up. A yep. whole bunch of damage. It
0: looks fine. Yeah, completely uninjured. Other than other than the stumps. Yeah, and even the stumps don't look sore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it could just get on with life as a five headed hydra. Yep. all right, and it is Brin. It
0: is. It springs up? <gasps> that woman teaches us all the wrong things.
2: <laughs>
0: she really hates fighting defensively. <laughs> well, apparently, it's really bad for her. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so two of those will hit.
1: There we are, she's Uh, getting
0: back into her swing. Two extra attack will hit.
1: There we are, (laughs) that's more like it.
0: So she stands up, "Mm, fight like wolf, leaps into it, biting and clawing. (laughs) That's more like it, and deals it 36 points of damage this time, leaping on it and ripping and tearing the flesh faster than it can heal it back again.
1: Very nice.
0: And the Hydra again shivers briefly and shakes off the stunning fist.
1: Sweet. I'm just um, pondering following up on that and switching tactics to um, just cleaving the shit out of it. It
0: still doesn't look very hurt.
1: Yeah. Alright, let's go with keeping on cutting off heads. Yep. Alright, you've got five to go. Alright, and Caelan will take a swing at a head, and um, Yeah, 19 plus 16, 19... It's pl- more than 28, so yep. we continue. And, uh, many damages. Gone. Yep. Four, four heads. Alright. Uh, Ooh, it's a one, so I re-roll it. Uh, yes. And that's a 19 plus 14 plus four. Yep. Which I would imagine... Does, yep. And that is, uh, 8 plus six, uh, 14 damage. Yep. Another head down. So now it's 3 heads. Yep. And then the third one is worth adding up. is uh, 14. Uh, yes, I do it. Alright, so let's see if that's enough damage. Uh, and that is, uh. Yes. Yep, 12 points of damage. Yep. So that's 3 more heads down to the last two.
0: It has 2 heads. Yep. Alright. Hydra makes a wisdom check. It can still win this. It can still win this, says the three it's rolled
1: <laughs> Any more than none means
0: I'm good to go. Once it's done eating Brin, it'll turn around and kill you once your flank is gone. Yeah, makes sense.
1: Yeah. Perfectly <laughs> uh, totally sound battle strategy.
0: And it will waffle Brin with both of those. <laughs> Doesn't quite critter with either of them, but damn close. And deals her 15 points of damage. Yep. Mm -hmm. She is now past her halfway mark and Mm -hmm. is looking bruised and scuffed and torn. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Then Bryn waffles again. (laughs) Then Mm brim. Two heads. Now fight is even. Mm, Not good for you. (laughs) However, I think I will let Kaylin handle this one. (laughs) And make him feel all badly. (laughs) (laughs) Misses with everything.
1: Yep. But, um, and the Hydra heals up some of the damage. Yep.
0: Huzzah.
1: <laughs>
0: really pulling your weight here, Hydra.
1: <laughs> You've got to roll top for tax a whole bunch.
0: Excuse me. Alright, you're up, Jeff.
1: Yep. Okay, I'll try and. um... Okay, rolls very poorly. Uh, that is a.
0: 15.
1: Okay, yeah, I still cut one off.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lots of toad. Uh,
1: that's a... yeah. Yep. Another head down, and let's see... Ooh, this could 18. go... 18. Uh, okay, yes, I get it. I'll hold it. Just, yep, and I believe... Uh, 12 damage. Yep.
0: Okay, so as you clang your tower shield to draw its attention back, it turns, and the last two heads snake out at you. This thing is a cunning predator from a certain point of view. It's not deep on tactics. On the other hand, you sense it's been a long time since it ran into anything that wasn't just overwhelmed by the sheer number of snake fangs sinking into it.
1: Yes, well I can see why.
0: So it lashes out just as it's done before with one head coming in from each side and then ten more stumps descending upon you from the top. The stumps sort of just bounce off you in a a slight battering motion. You pivot left, sever, sever one head, toss the sword up, catch it, sever the other one, And the entire Hydra body spins around like a headless chicken a couple of times, stampeding around through the muck and crashing through the bog, and then suddenly goes... (laughs) as it flails all its stumps and then collapses forward, unable to breathe any longer, and goes bang onto the ground (laughs) and begins to squelch and sink very slightly into the bog. There we go. Congratulations! You have twelve Hydra heads lying around it on the ground. If you would like any of them for your um, for your castle, Ooh. because they're all actually in reasonably good neck. Yeah, because you've seen you you've severed them. It's been dealt barely any damage. You could get at least nine at least nine or ten of these things are completely
1: undamaged. Sweet. Yeah. No, that's cool. We can totally have a um. We can totally have a um. Yeah, they, they've got badass snake. A badass snake. Look. Yeah, we'll totally collect those up and do a badass snake presentation.
0: Mikhail is going to be so smug her method worked.
1: <laughs> now, just remember, Lass, you both protected me from. Um, she protected me from one of those. Uh, from that nasty shadow beastie one time her way, but you protected me one time with yours. Remember how you stunned it all those times? Mm. It, thought, it thought it could take you because it was an impo- corporeal creature and you proved it wrong.
0: The Hydra rewards characters who have the improved sun and in high AC. Boy, I'll say. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now, in all fairness... No, that was awesome. Yeah. It was, that was working entirely as intended. You knew what was there, you prepared for it to the best of your abilities, and you cut it to bits because you have superior mad fighting skills. Yeah. I mean, and- your attack rolls are a shitload higher than it's
1: it's kind of you know Kaelin's been outclassed by his party members a good few times it's kind of nice to have at least one fight where Uh, Kaelin is the man that
0: tower shield though it was just crit fishing yeah the whole time
1: yeah
0: it only hits you on 20s because it's got 13 to attack
1: yeah yes if I'd really there's definitely this would have been a fun fight with Michaela because it would have been so sad yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest we outclassed it badly enough as it was
0: well it doesn't need to crit you it merely needs to roll a 20 yeah its hits you yep. Michaela would need to actively crit
1: yeah but yes I think um, Michaela will be happy to hear about the outcome of that one so yes we kill a Hydra yep we explore the swamp the Hydra was in. Yep, and well, I presume find.
0: Yeah, you you find a lot of small prey, small groups of prey animals like deer and fish and giant herons and things. The population is sort of kept under a good control. Yeah, hmm? the Hydra leaves itself enough that its its prey keep breeding. Yep. but not so many they're going to overrun it.
1: All right, can you draw the rivers in that? hex? Yes, I can. And then um, we will explore that hex and then head for home.
0: Yep. And while I am drawing rivers, you can add something to your thing. Yep. Um, Which is, uh, when you return with all these Hydra heads, your citizens are pretty damned impressed. Um, This is, you know, you actually found that reasonably easy, but on the other hand you found it easy because you're a highly trained fighter who has enough feats to train to improve Sunder and a tower shield and all this sort of thing. Uh, to the citizens of your town, however, this is kind of one of those legendary feats. You totally killed the hook-tongue Hydra, uh, the epic 12-headed beast there, uh, and your nation gains two loyalty from this as long as you publicize the fact that you've done it, which will be pretty easily done.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah the, um, the fact that I'm getting someone to mount an awesome 12-headed Hydra display. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. well, no, I'm thinking the throne room is actually relatively large. And, oh, thus, yeah. and thus there's space for, you know, we don't, we don't have all of these things in one group. We have them spread out <laughs> in different places.
0: And, you know, no one will have any trouble believing that you killed a 12-headed Hydra. It's right up there with Kalin's uh, usual level of accomplishments.
1: Shiny. So,
0: yes, your nation gains plus two loyalty.
1: Excellent. And, yes, so we... Trace our way back up into the explored swamp and head ho- and squelch home. Yep. Um, and yes, and at this point there is one hex up in the north where the army, e- Tiger Lord army was, and yep. four hexes of swamp. Yep. And that probably swamp. Um, I'm just guessing because the rest of the na- neighbouring area is swamp. And that's it. That's all of and the rest of the Town slough has been explored. Yes, indeed. Yes, and we head for home because next next week, next next time, it's the final confrontation. Right, Wolsey.
0: Okay, so you head back to Staghorn where people are delighted to see you. Um, People are very impressed by your twelve-headed Hydra, and several people will be coming from far and wide to see the heads, six on each side, mounted along the throne room. Yeah. Um, People start spraying round. Our king totally killed the Hydra. Grigory starts endeavoring to spread round that, you know, Hannes Drelev also killed the Hydra, but thought it would be too gaudy to put, put the heads up in his throne room. This yeah. one had fifteen heads, however.
2: Yeah.
0: Um this is seen as you know, Grigory makes it sound really credible. There's a great story out there of Drelev's awesome fighting prowess, and he makes it plausible by claiming Dreylev, you know, took some heroic soldiers in with him yeah. who all died. Yeah. Um you know, giving their lives, there, there just happened to be another Hydra that lived just down in the bottom of the lake from Fort Draylev. Yeah. Uh, but Draylev thought it would be gaudy to display the head. So it's yeah. a great story, but it lacks the ring of plausibility. Yeah. Gregory tells it well, but it's hard to argue the fact that you have 12 Hydra heads and Draylev has none. Yeah. Well, Alright. <laughs> and so then you receive a bunch more letters from uh, Terrian Nemesti and from Lillian with advice again from quintessa on the backside of it yeah um saying that you know the people are restless it's time to time to take fort drelev dun dun dun. dun